to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of February 24th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filtercord. How's it going? It is going, man. And we are also joined by one of our other friends. Uh, we uh, uh, kind of met through a mutual friend uh, and then kept showing up at the same gaming events together, which is kind of interesting. Awkward in the same outfit, too. Yeah. Uh, I was like, one of us has to change. Um <laughs> But uh, also, one of my partners that I go to Disney with all the time, uh, yeah, it's our friend Goody. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? It is going. Um, so, uh, what we're going to try to do is maybe have a rotating chair for a little bit. I know we've had Drake on here before, and we've done a few interviews with some other people. Um, but I think we kind of want to make that a constant, of just having uh, you know maybe a solid third um, or in case one of us, uh, Phil Percord or myself, do have to, you know, go somewhere, you know, have other uh, like prior commitments, you know, it kind of frees that up too. Um, so that's the plan, uh, hopefully moving forward. Um, but not much else changing here. So uh, we'll just go right into it. Um, I know we're all three playing the same game here, so we'll just go ahead and start with that. Um, the Filter, how has Dreams been going? Yeah, so um, I think all of us are kind of in a similar spot where we've all kind of touched on the tutorials a little bit, um, kind of looked around and basically just, you know, kind of see what's going on with it, get, get, uh, try to get a little familiar with the controls, which, um, which different people have asked me about dreams and it's like, I, I think the main challenge is going to be getting the controls down because like I have like shaky hand leaf syndrome and uh, using the motion controls on that is kind of it's just kind of an adaptation to kind of get up on it it's a little weird that's a good question are you guys using that um motion control mm. um i'm using the motion code controls on the on the dual shock um yeah. i don't know if anybody's okay. using the move controllers yeah you can also just do it all with move controllers and everything which i think would probably be more intuitive probably with yeah, like maybe. crafting so that might i don't actually have move controllers i have uh i have the the uh camera and the vr headset but i don't have the move controller so yeah. i might have to pick those up so yeah i've been norman Reedus in the background there yes holy shit yeah i'm not um yeah. I, i'm not actually using the motion controls at all mm. you can so turn you went with off. the stick control yeah yeah and that's what i've been using it's 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 all right slower it's a, yeah. it might be a little slower uh but i i don't know i'm, I'm getting I'm getting some pretty good results. I'm like, actually, uh, like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's going pretty well. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm getting used to mm -hmm. what I'm doing. Um, um whereas I mean, with the motion control feels for me, I'm just like trying to like navigate awkwardly with, you know, yeah. like yeah. it feels like I'm kind of like swimming, like with my hands trying to figure <laughs> out what to do. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely kind of unusual, um, or I guess not unusual, but just like kind of unique almost. Because it's, I don't know if any other games have really tried to do something exactly of this scale. Um, certainly, Little Big Planet was like a, a first attempt. Yeah, it's almost. Um, but like it was a, really just a level editor. Yeah, and this is going in like a. I, there, I know there were some really crazy things you could do with the Little Big Planet editor or whatever, but um, it seems like. Like Dreams really is like a game engine. Yeah, so, it seems like that's what they were going for. Um, yeah. I obviously I haven't gotten in and tried to do anything really crazy, but I'll probably just try to set up maybe a 
a little um, <coughs> maybe like a little platformer or something just to kind of test out I think that's relatively doable yeah for sure I mean it, and it, it's it's pretty cool that it has um, you know something for everyone it has something for the people who are interested in you know trying to make music for games people who are into you know the sculpting portion of it or the art creation portion of it or the level design portion of it or just music you know it's yeah there's so much so that, that's pretty cool i haven't played uh I, I think you said you played through um all of that um art or art's dream right filter mm. yeah 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 i haven't played that yet yeah. i think you said you that's cool it's that um Goody? Uh, i haven't yet no yeah that's what i thought yeah it's like uh it's it's like a jazzy thing and they show a whole bunch of different game modes in it so that you can kind of see what the engine's capable of obviously it was all created in dreams um and it's kind of like i think the the whole goal of it is hey this is kind of fun it's like this is maybe like a like a ten dollar fifteen dollar game you would pick up on its own yeah and then they're like hey check out like you can just make this like given enough time and enough resources enough knowledge you could just recreate this right now so um it is a it's a pretty cool little story uh it kind of reminds me of like contrast in the vibe that it's going for yeah uh, if you remember that on the one of the first ps plus games that mm -hmm. was available yeah um yeah, yeah. it's cool for what it was and it's it kind of has that vibe but obviously it's a you know made in dreams i think a little better so if, if you guys um, are listening and you're kind of on the fence about this um ign actually has a really cool video that shows 13 uh remakes in dreams um yeah. there's some pretty good stuff like they of course um like you get some of the kind of basic stuff like you can imagine like some of the platformers which would probably be the easier things to remake um but right now they're showing um goldeneye yeah. uh someone completely remade fallout 4 Yep. Um, we made the, uh, the PT demo. Incredible. Yeah, the PT demo, and they kind of actually captured it. And a lot of that game is, or a lot of that demo is sound, mm -hmm. but that's still impressive. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's, I think probably Fallout 4 may be the most <laughs> impressive thing. It's yeah, crazy. it looks really impressive. It's I mean, it honestly, it looks like it looks like it's the real Fallout 4 yeah. game with like a weird filter on it or something. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, which is generally probably what we're going to get right now is a lot of, like, remakes and until um, people figure yeah, out people, the controls and stuff. Right. Just kind of flexing their muscle. Yeah. yeah can't like, wait till we get original stuff. Yeah, some mm -hmm. of these guys... There's a few original things out there that are really yeah. cool. Yeah, I saw a couple um, of I really want to play that, really like... Cool. Yeah, I want to play that, like, chunky Godzilla game. Yeah, really I want to play that. <laughs> I, can't, I haven't been able to find it. There's, um, there's an open-world action-adventure game that's mm. uh, an original experience that nice group of people created and i also that's ran cool. across an rpg that someone has created that's pretty cool okay. um but he's still working on it like it's definitely not even like close to finished so hmm. i want to see what this engine can do i was kind of curious trying to figure out maybe things i can mess with uh trying to build i don't know if i'd be able to build a fighting game is what i had an idea of but oh that's meta as shit though yeah yeah <laughs> they uh on the on the live stream they built little big planet and <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is like 
<laughs> that's next level. Okay, cool. That's well, you I, know you have a good idea when you're capable of doing just, like, insanely dumb shit with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to start. Guess a, I think I'm starting with something pretty basic. I, I would really like to, um, you know, if we come up with a different idea, uh, like, as a group, like, if the three of us came up with an idea, uh, we mm-hmm. can all, like, collaborate on it. Like demo um, it basically. Yeah, yeah, I'd be cool. I'd be um, cool with that. But, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, I mean, this was one of the games when I started. I was like, I don't have too too much more to say about it, just because. Yeah. Haven't done too much on it yet. You, yeah, it's a, like the biggest piece is this is like a learning thing. You know, you're gonna be mm-hmm. like playing with uh, the controls and just trying to figure out, you know, pretty much everything. It's not like. It's not something that you can, um, like, that I can talk about each week. So I think this mm-hmm. is going to just, for me, fall into, um, hey, I'm playing this. I don't have anything else to say about it, at least not right now. Maybe I'll come back yeah. to it in a few months when I have, um, you know, something a little more solid. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Do you guys have anything else that you want to throw in about this game? I don't think so. I'm definitely going to continue exploring it. Uh but I, I just don't think I have enough experience with it yet. To say yeah, I have experience with it yet. Um, right, cool. I want to see how good the curation tools are um, for looking for things. I think that will also pretty much like make or break. If you're not into, if you don't want to make anything, how much will you get out of this? Ah, like if you're right. just buying yeah, if you're it as only a game. playing. Yeah, right. As a platform, like I don't know, Steam or something, they're like just find find games to play on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems okay if you know what you're looking for, but it does mm-hmm. get kind of convoluted in, um, like, if you are looking for a game, you're going to find assets and yeah. art and things like that. So it can be rough. Yeah, and, I mean, hopefully Media Molecules, like, uh, did um, diligent about whatever the community asked for, for, like, uh, searching tools they can change. I know it's changed mm-hmm. a lot since uh, since the open beta that they had or not open beta the the pre-release that they've had yeah. for like a year i also learned what the name of media molecules engine is which was fun do you guys know what that is no no the bubble bath engine fucking love it Ooh. love it it's very like media molecule it is very really media yeah. molecule all right cool that's funny so we'll go ahead and move right along. We kind of have a good order here because um, Filter and I have been playing a few of the same games. I have a few other mm-hmm. games I've been playing. Uh, but Goody here has something that is not in either one of our wheelhouse. That's what's cool about bringing on someone else. Um, you know, he, he, he'll he have um, some other games that he's really into that we're not necessarily into. So yeah. Uh, yeah. what have you been playing, man? Um, I've been playing a lot of Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Um, which is a game that is not out currently out right now in the uh, U.S. territories. It came out in Hong Kong, I think Singapore, mm. Japan, and I forget where else. There's a couple of Asian countries that it came out in. Um, but we were able to make a Singapore account and get the get the game early because I'm really into fighting games and we wanted to check it out. Me and a, a couple yeah. friends, um, and I've been playing that recently. It's it's really good. It's made by uh, Arc System Works. If anybody. If anybody's ever seen like Guilty Gear or plays fighting games and mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, Arc System games are they usually kind of kind of crazy, air dashy, and very fast paced to play. Um, so I'm usually not into them, but this is kind of more grounded Street Fighter, slower paced game, um, which made me want to check it out. And it's re- it's really really good. 
Um, the nice. uh, if you see it, the the game looks beautiful. Also, Arc System Games does a really good job with all their two D animations and stuff like that. Yeah, their um, art is um, incredibly sick. Their yeah. characters pop off the background really well, and mm-hmm. it's not just like a static, like two D environment. It's like you have the ground that you're standing on. You have some cool stuff happening in the background um, as well. On uh, it looks like they have a few layers of like in the level we are currently looking at. Of it looks like um, like leaves kind of flying around. From both sides of the screen, yeah, which is which is kind of cool. Um, you know, it kind of makes like a uh, makes it like so you're not just looking at like a, a static background. And you know, the fighting games have definitely gotten a lot better about this in the past, but this has more of a, I think, more of like a pop, yeah, than you know some of the other games we typically see. Yeah, they do. They they've gone really hard into sticking with two D. Um, 2D animation, and they do a great job. With everybody's moving, if you, Street Fighters on 3D characters, um, yeah. mm-hmm. they've stuck to their 2D art style, and it just they've perfected it. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. Right. Um, so, does this have a release date for the states? Uh, yes, uh, it will be coming out uh, March 3rd in the in the states. So, not too not too far away from now. Another week or two. Um, okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, if anybody's interested, if you play Street Fighter or any uh, any of these Arc System games, uh, it's it's really good. I recommend giving it giving it a go. Definitely, for sure. Cool, cool. Um, so, filter you and I, we had of course been playing. Uh, we 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 had been playing Dreams, and then we as well sat down and played uh, probably an hour and a half, or right around there ish. Yeah, of a. Uh, Game that you'll probably never play again. Correct. So it's again one where it's like the promise like suckers you in, and then when you're in, it's just not. So uh, this is, I'm sure anybody could guess that I wouldn't like it. Division two. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just, uh, I don't know. It just doesn't have what I want. Like, um, so I played about maybe 20 minutes uh, single player, and then. Uh, you after a nice quick just lightning fast uh, 10 fucking gigabyte update which by the way uh, <laughs> I had completely installed but because I bought a digital version and I still had the yeah, like physical it had to version like, it had to like compensate and be like wait yeah which I it guess has to like is corroborate fault, the but... two versions or whatever like it's like oh wait what the fuck uh, you own this game hold on let me check on that that doesn't sound right right so it's I don't know it's <laughs> It, it's it just has such weird like I don't, the PlayStation Network has such weird behavior sometimes. Like I don't really know what it's doing. Like um, it has this weird like cap. You can only connect to um, the PlayStation servers at like forty meg or whatever. Yeah, that's something. So your I systems really, really want to talk. Your about. Your system is like hard capped at like forty to fifty meg, and it's like that's just uh, that's unacceptable for the modern age. Like. Even when it came out, like a, I think a twenty meg connection was like the default in, uh, like you know, like 2010, 2011, 2012. Like you can routinely get hundred meg connections in areas with good internet, like right. cities or you know near cities. So it's like, but they're just I, I just don't understand 
they throttle it down to 40. I mean, I can start the same download on my Xbox One, which sits physically, like, you know, a, a foot away from my PS4. And it can download stuff twice as fast, because I have a 100 meg connection. Right. And it's like, this is over Wi-Fi. I don't have these hardwired, right? Yeah. And the, the 40 meg is the connection to the Sony PlayStation servers. So <clears throat> if you're doing anything to do with any kind of you know PlayStation Store, transaction, download, whatever, it's always going to be capped at that 40. It doesn't matter. I could have gigabit, you know? And it's only going to do 40. So uh, it's just... It's annoying. It doesn't have to be like that. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like for next, uh, you know, next gen, like we were talking about that. And it's like that's something that is, you know, it, it's of course a huge problem. Yeah. And it's like, is that going to be a factor, a big factor in what right system you end up buying? Like, yeah, I mean, if if they said, hey, the PS Five is capped at, you know, something semi. I mean, it's sort of you know, making fun of them or whatever, but sort of equivalent, let's say they capped it at 80. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be like, okay, that is not my system that I want to play online with. That's not my system that I want to download shit to. You know, it would be a Blu-ray player for me. Yeah. Because, like, that's just unacceptable in the modern time. Like, especially because since that's their server-level connection, you could raise that cap, right? It's not something that's hard-bound into the system or something because if you download something off of your network you know, a local network, if I move, you know, 10 gigs of files from my Xbox to my PlayStation, I get 100 meg. Or, yeah. you know, whatever my, my Switch is capable of. So it's like, I just, I don't know how you could be that far, like, behind like that in this. It's it, it's relatively competitive between them and Xbox. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, so it's very strange. It's wild. I, I mean, that's something, like, if we get the chance to actually ask some questions, you know. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That would be a big question. That's like, a big question to ask. Like, hey, are you going to throw all our shit down to forty still? Yeah, uh, unacceptable. Yeah, and it really sticks out when you're again something like Division Two. We were originally going to play it. I think we were going to try to play it last week, and it's like, oh, this is a fucking hundred gig download. Yeah, that like I cannot be doing anything else on my network during that time, or it slows it down. So obviously I was doing other shit on my network. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so it's like that, that's even bad. kind of a bigger problem too. It like has, yeah. um, like it throttles you at forty. But if you're doing anything else on your network, you're gonna get less than forty. Right. And it's like why? So the it's hell? it's not good. It's um, really not good. But uh, you know, for me, I I do like division. Uh, like I would like to play it with. I, I think it's a little. Um, like convoluted a little bit but yeah. i i would like to play that with um you know more people who are like really interested in playing yeah it is interesting i mean they they definitely like leaned into um there, there's a little more rpg aspect than there was in division one as far as i can remember um, yeah yeah they, they lean into that a little more with the different uh the different items that you get and how you customize them and stuff there's like gear is dropping at a faster rate i think yeah um, the best thing that i think they did is you were level banning. like three yeah you were level yeah. like three i was like level whatever probably the max level is like i, I know i yeah, beat I like the game 40 um, or something like that yeah and you had uh gear dropping for you that was good and i had gear that was dropping for me that was still equivalent to my yeah level. you upgraded an item i mean while we were playing you found a new gun to use or whatever yeah yeah 
So it's like, yeah, you wouldn't really expect that after, you know, however many hours of play that you go to play with somebody who's just starting out. I mean, if you're playing World of Warcraft and you go back to the starting area for your buddy that just started playing, you're not going to get shit for like 20 hours. <laughs> right, right. So it is kind of cool that they were able to do that. But, I mean, like, again, it's one of those things with Ubisoft where like the stuff that they do well, they do it really well. Um, the stuff that they don't do well, or like, I, I guess there's not really anything they don't do well. They do everything well, but they don't like, they get very locked in to certain things. Mm-hmm. And it's like currently the division, I think with a little bit, uh, a change of the approach of how they do storytelling a little bit and kind of leaning into more RPG ish stuff, allowing for single player play a little more. I think I'd be really into it. I would, um, I would actually, it's just not quite there. I would really like to see, um, their, uh, like, I would like to see their menus become a little more simplistic, though. Correct. They're yeah. really, really crowded, and there's a lot of information they're trying to like get out there all yeah. at the same time. And even, um, even as they are usable, so like, it, you know, it's crowded with information. It's information that is useful information to have. Yeah. But that could be hidden behind maybe a button toggle that like hold down R two to see more see info more. or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I think uh, again to compare it to something. I guess semi-similar. You could look at like, um, it, again, in an RPG, you could look at, in those systems, I mean, a single item might have like 20 stats on it, right? Yeah. Um, like common, like rarity level, um, it's also, junk level, it's, what item you get from recovering it. It's also trying to tell you what piece of gear it set it belongs to. Right. So gear set, uh, bonuses if mixed with other gear. Like there's all kinds of shit. Yeah. And, um, they're somehow able to get that communicated, right? Yeah. So you could look at something like that where they say, you know, we kind of split up the way that the information is presented. So here's one level of information. Is this better for you or not? And then, um, you know, is this, does this increase your stats or not? Yes or no? That's all you need on the main screen. Then if you want to go deeper, you can say, how would this increase my stats if it does? Okay, it, it gives me more uh, stamina and speed, but takes away power. Okay, yeah. so then, well, what is the description? Like, what is the lore description of this? That's another step deeper. So, like, it, it ends up, it seems like it would be more complicated because you're creating more menus. But it's not really because, you know, those you're making more menus so that you can present it cleaner. Yeah. So, I think that's probably <laughs> what they need to look at. And I think Assassin's Creed has done a really good job of that, so... They have something in-house that they can look at, for an example. I say take it, you know? Yeah, yeah, take it, for sure. Um, so honestly, we talked about that more than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. What, what about you, Goody? Have you, uh, have you checked out Division? Uh, I checked out Division when it first originally came out. I had a couple a couple mm. friends play it. and um, I played it a little bit, like, the beginning. I think we got to the White House and did some some missions after that. And mm-hmm. um, There was something about it that just didn't didn't grab me. <clears throat> like mm-hmm. all the RPG aspects and stuff like that were really um I liked a lot but the combat itself felt kind of weird. I don't know if it still does. Um yeah. it just kind of felt like I don't know if it was the the way the characters don't really pop out and you're shooting at like such far distances they just have a it just felt like just, I was shooting at life bars and like yeah. I wasn't yep. really hitting anything. They're just I don't know, there was, there was yeah. no feedback. Did you I had the same feeling? Did you have it on uh PC? Uh no, I, we played on PS4. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you still have it, maybe we can give it another go uh, yeah, across I mean, this next week and see what um, you know, see what you think of it. Um, 
Yeah, see if there's see if there's an update just to kind of continue up on the story of like how, yeah, yeah. how this feels. Because yeah. I know that was that was like a year ago, so yeah, yeah, cool. I mean, they're definitely trying to keep it alive. I think that's something that Ubisoft does really well. Yeah, um, they don't give up on shit. You know. Yeah, they have yeah, an expansion yeah. coming out soon, don't they? Yeah, yeah, I can't. We'll, we'll talk about uh, giving up on shit later. <laughs> yeah, um, and speaking of, well, the the opposite, not giving up on shit. Um, we didn't. Mm-hmm. We don't even have an article, but. Um, the guys behind Dying Light 2 are on uh, year five of upkeep Oof. on Dying Light. Or Dying Light oh, 1, yeah. excuse me. The original Dying Light. Right? Yeah, original Dying Light. They're working on Dying Light 2. Um, That's legendary. It is. That game, I, I, I was watching the five-year anniversary thing, and it was like... Uh, it still looks dope. It, it looks amazing, and I'm like, yeah. I've completed that game over and over, and it still looks incredibly fun. Mm-hmm. So... Good on those guys. All right, so uh, moving on. That's pretty much all that you've been playing, right, Felder? Yeah. Cool. Uh, moving on. Uh, for me, of course, played Division 2. Uh, played Dreams. Um, I got into a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I played some Bioshock uh, 1 and then Infinite just because I really like the openings. It's really cool to see you know Rapture in Columbia for the first time. Yeah. Um, of course, played some Apex Legends and some Apple Arcade, which um, the Apple Arcade stuff soon you'll be able to see over on our website. So uh, there'll be some articles up on that. Um, nice. But the two that I've been playing, um, I've been playing Session pretty uh, regular uh, across the last week. Um, they came out with, it's like 0.0.0.3. <laughs> Um, Perfect. So I've been calling it the point three update. Um, it's close. It's almost there. 0.0.0.0.0.3. Yeah. Uh, so this is their early access. I think right now the game is like 20 bucks on Steam. Um, nice. If you're into like skateboarding, like uh, like the game Skate, or um, you, you know, you're wanting to experience a new simulation, this is a good one. Um, and now it's a pretty good time. They're kind of just playing around. Uh, they created um, in Brooklyn. They had like this door uh, hidden uh, by the uh, banks, and they built their own, just their own skate park in there. Um, hmm. Like custom idea. Cool. It's not a real world thing. It's just this. Hey, we wanted to do something. Um, you know, try some different transitions and stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, they have some really good visuals going on in there. They did some new. Um, they've added a few new. Uh, like modifiers because that's the big thing with the simulation is it's you know they want to mimic um like board rotation and catch and you know all of that stuff that you would usually do with skateboarding um mm-hmm. and not only that they wanted to introduce this to an audience that might not want that they might want more of just a standard video game um right so they've introduced a uh, new control scheme for the people who are accustomed to uh, skate. Um, mm-hmm. So it, they do have a control scheme that just functions just like um, skate would have. And um, which I think is interesting. They're like, hey, we know these guys aren't making uh, a skateboarding game and I know you guys want one, so he, you know, here it is in, in all of its you know, uh, skate control style glory um they also had some information on um 
the Xbox port, which everyone's been talking about. Every time you go into a comment section, it's like, when is this coming to Xbox? Uh, is yep. this coming to PlayStation? Um, and no, it is not coming to PlayStation. Yes, the Xbox version is coming um, for the you know early access that they will update. They actually have a, a second team working on this. They, they've hired another team to um, finish up what they've been working on. So it's kind of like they're just handing over their code so another team can make it functional for Xbox. Yeah. Um, I don't think they set a release date because that partnership just you know <clears throat> happened. But um, I imagine across the next like month or two uh, before E3, um, for sure, mm-hmm. this will be on Xbox. Yeah, for those guys. Well, I know Xbox is big on like the early access thing. So yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. That. Uh... But when you get close, it's weird. When you get close to announcements, you have to be, like, extra quiet about shit. Yeah, and that's how you know, like... They it's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were, like, when they showed up at... Um, they showed up at the E3 that Cyberpunk was announced at. Where, mm-hmm. you remember that E3 where, like, the Xbox stage just, like, blacked out? And then yep. it was, like, hacked into? Yeah, they were at that yep. one. And th- these guys were completely silent before that. Yeah. For, like, two months. Yeah. And it was like, that's weird. Um, yep. But yeah, that's been fun. So you know, if you have access to this on PC, and uh, you know, I can't recommend this this one enough. Um, aside from that, uh, our uh, longtime listener and uh, friend of the show, Grim, um, who might have his own uh, small portion uh, that we're going to be on highlighting website. on the website, um, he has been putting in the footwork, talking to some indie uh, teams. And he's been regularly getting codes. Across the past two weeks, he's probably gotten, like, uh, probably, like, eight or ten codes across, like, four different games or so. Um, And, uh, of course, he has one. He writes his review, and then he uh, usually pops one over to us. Last week, it was Spaceline for you. This week, it was Bucket Night on the Switch for me. Very nice. Um, Bucket Knight is very simple. It's very like um, like uh, NES, SNES kind of. Uh, I would say probably more NES um, mm. style game. The the edges of the screen even look like a, like an older TV that you would like play like an NES on. Um, mm. And I have no idea what's going on. Uh, the explanation <laughs> was just not there in the beginning. Um, okay. But it looks like this guy who has a bucket on his head and thinks he's a knight and uh, is constantly pointing a gun walks into his accountant's office and, uh, you know, isn't beaten to death by police for some reason. Um, Interesting. He thought that I was a good guy to give money to. Um, Hmm. It just kind of turns into, uh, you know, like almost a little dungeon crawler. He's um, attempting to, the explanation is... Um, even knights have to pay taxes, loans, and alimony. Help an unnamed brave knight Fuck. in his um, mission to find the holy grail and make some money. Explore dungeons, slay <laughs> enemies, avoid traps, and stay alive to get rich. Um, hmm. Right now on the Switch, I think... Is it available? Yes, it's on the Switch right now. Um, it's actually on sale. Typically 5 bucks. it's four twenty-four. Um, wow. And uh, it, it's pretty simple. You drop in to the dungeon and then you look for the exit of the dungeon it's pretty tough some of these levels are pretty difficult to get through um okay. so that's cool i i do enjoy that about it um you know typical stuff they have uh you know 
um, enemies that fly that are you know slightly out of your range they have um like spike traps and you're all you know all the while you're collecting coins um if you're running low on health you can collect um like food items like uh, you'll see like apples and cherries and strawberries and stuff like that mm-hmm. kind of i think like harking back to some of those older games um nice. and uh they also have a few customization options they have uh i think four different guns I skipped the mm. first one, which I imagine is just like a, a rapid fire gun, and I went to uh, I think it was more of a shotgun, um, and it has a spread where one bullet shoots forward and then uh, you know a bullet shoots um, kind of like forty five degree angle up and down. Um, it, it's a pretty simple game. It's it's uh, it, you know it's fun. Grim will have his uh, full review of this game up on our, our website probably later this week. Um, mm-hmm. For me, ultimately, I don't think that this is my style of game. I don't think I'll be playing this a, a ton. But, okay. um, you know, if if you are into those retro style games, for sure, um, I, I I would recommend this. Uh, for five bucks, you'll probably have, uh, you know, a couple hours of fun, depending on the length of the game. I got into, I think there might be uh, ten levels. Uh, let me see if I can get back to their little loading screen here that shows mm. um oh no it goes um level one one <coughs> one two one three one four two one two 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 three two four so there's only four i got to um i think i got to like level four or five i don't mm. remember dash whatever that was but um you have some different styles uh, i think at level two uh yeah two uh level two were maybe world two level two yeah that sounds right um all right they have a like a line of saw blades that are slowly moving up and you have to platform your way through the level before the you know mm. you get taken down mm-hmm. by the saw blades the level um, is rising right right so it's uh you know all of those things that you know from like nes games it's all here so uh check that one out for five bucks for sure and check it out on our website as well um which is up and running. Uh, we're starting to write articles, so you can go over there. Uh, that's mammothgamesinc.com. Mm-hmm. Um, check out some of the news and stuff uh, over there. It's kind of like a, right now, uh, it, it's definitely a place to get everything Mammoth Games Inc. Um, from our Facebook to our Twitter, uh, our YouTube, and even our podcast. Um, so yep. go check that out. Hopefully across this next week or two, I'll be able to integrate the members portion of this, which will allow you guys to like, comment, um, and even contribute moving forward if you would like uh you know to pop up your own articles um our about section is uh just was added i think like last week um and we'll probably be adding some more to that uh, including the people from the rotating chairs and um you know uh extra contributors like grin mm-hmm. um you can also Everything staying the same. Follow us on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. To check out all the top news and video game stuff. Uh, we appreciate all the likes, comments, and shares. Chat about everything that we talk about here on the podcast. Over there with us uh, first, typically. Um, it's a good way to chat with us on the daily, too. And then, yeah. uh, so you know when we go live? Uh, Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc. Um, and Grim, that's where he's been a lot. So he's another good one to... Uh, um, probably drop a, a follow on so you can see what he's up to uh in his own 
uh, weird little world. Um, let's go ahead and jump into the games releasing. We have actually quite a few. Yeah, so uh, more than we've been seeing these past couple weeks for sure. Um, yeah. So we're going to head and start off on uh, Tuesday the 25th. We're seeing the release of the Mega Man Zero slash ZX Legacy Collection on PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Um, yeah. Collecting yeah, a whole bundle of games. Uh, kind of like, it reminds me a lot. I mean, they've been doing these uh, Mega Man Legacy Collections for a couple years now. Um, just gathering pretty much all the older games and putting them into bundles and putting them out. Yeah, and as I was saying earlier, you know, it's good that we have, like, um, you know, we're getting some other people on the show that might have some information, more information about this. I do know Goody is um, a pretty big Mega Man fan. Um, yeah, I'm, and I'm a huge fan of these games. I don't think they get enough enough love. Um, Mega Man Zero, uh, made by Inti Creates. Um, okay. And they're kind of like, a, if you like the Mega Man X kind of, like, faster style than than the original Mega Man's are they they're they're like those they're kind of fast paced with dashes and shooting and um, it's zero so he's got like a melee sword which makes it interesting mm-hmm. and stuff um, yeah. I think this collection uh, is Mega Man zero one through four which were original DS originally DS games not DS games I'm sorry Game Boy Advance games and mm. ZX and ZX Advent which were DS games so I'm kind of interested on... I haven't seen okay. what they're going to do with the, the second screen playing on Switch. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm interested what what they're going to do with that. So you get six games in this collection, which which are all awesome in my opinion. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Interesting. All right. So uh, moving along, it looks like... Yeah, the next game will be um, Thursday. We have a Thursday release, the 27th. Uh, for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC from Big, Big Ben Interactive uh, Overpass. Yes, yeah. it's kind of like a 4x4 four four off-roading uh, game. So, um, looks looks like it's kind of doing something interesting in that it's a lot of, like, mountain climbing. Yeah, yeah. It's, I guess. It looks to be just like an off-road simulation. Um, you know, these guys, yeah. uh, you, you see it every now and again... Uh, like it looks like it'll be like time trials going through and going over um, mm, obstacles yeah. and uh, different courses and stuff like that, um, which yeah, is kind less which is kind of cool. Yeah, I, I wonder if this you know I wonder what the customization is like. Essentially, uh, you're mudding, so it's kind of like you know, right. playing trials, yeah, um, but yeah. in like three D kind of. And it's like a lot more like uh, I mean something that I don't think we really see very often certainly i don't as somebody that's not really into the you know racing or sports or anything like that mm-hmm. anything kind of active that you have to physically do things i don't like that <laughs> um you know it has a lot more like just the uphill stuff where you're like you know switching into the right gear and like locking up your brakes and everything so you can like go up like drive upward up a hill at like a you know 70 80 degree angle yeah it's amazing and i can imagine some really there's gonna be some really good videos of people having like funny falls yeah like down mountains and shit that's gonna be good i really hope this has like to a lesser scale but kind of like that uh wwe issue where there's ridiculous shit that can happen correct yeah that's gonna be good that would be really fun like your your car just bounces wrong and then it just flies off the map you know i don't Mm. know Uh, it it looks like that you know there's a lot that can um it looks like this game, uh, you know, it has promise, especially for those people who are into it, but also yeah. for people who are just into 
uh, like comedic uh, gaming moments. It'll be a good thing to watch, I think. Yep. All right. Yeah, so after that, um, on the 28th, we got several games coming out, mm -hmm. um, starting with uh, Blood Roots on PS4, Switch, PC, coming from Paper Cult. This looks kind of like a fast-paced uh, Viking version of Hotline Miami. Yeah, kind this of, is that yeah. one that you were kind of telling me about a, a little bit earlier. Yeah, I was like, I was kind of like, uh, you know, I went and watched, I've heard about it, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, it kind of like seems like an Adult Swim type game where it's kind of fun, but probably not too much crazy going on, you know? And then I watched the trailer, and I was like, holy shit, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot going on. There's, yeah, uh, he's like picking looks, up different things like carrots and ladders and... Like wagon yeah, wheels. like the ladder, he like spins it around really fast and turns into like hurricane mode. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Using environment, it's um, kind yeah. of like an isometric. Uh, I guess Hotline Miami is the same way, but this is yeah. more. It's, it's, it's not it's as different. contained. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's definitely like a wider area. You're going like it, instead of being in a maybe like a building with like five or six rooms and then each time you change floors you kind of are loading a new level this seems to be just kind of like a zone like it's like a whole environment that you're running around you're running like through little... like a village yeah um and it looks like there's some kind of boss battles here which look really interesting yeah right there's there's some weird boss battle stuff going on there's like a laser demon yeah looks pretty sick honestly i've not heard of this before but i'm kind of interested in it now yeah, that's what i'm saying we've been saying it for years like we need more laser demons in our <laughs> that's the best stuff too the best stuff is when something just totally weird and unique comes along um kind of reminds me of like super hot where it's like oh this is oh, like yeah, a totally yeah. weird original mechanic yeah. with like a weird art style check it out Definitely. so could be really cool i'm pretty sure yeah, this yeah. is a boar on a train shooting lasers at you ah mm -hmm. so like you i'm do. in you know? i'm in <laughs> cool you got me god damn it the art kind of reminds me of uh, Samurai Jack or something like that. It does yeah. kind of, yeah. 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 Definitely has that vibe. Mm. He's the Scotsman before he lost his leg or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Is, is, this the, is this the game that we're all going to be soaked for at the end of, like, you know, looking toward next week? Like, Probably. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Out of all these games, I'm like, weird. That's the one? All right. Uh, What's this oops. coming out on? Is it just PS4 or... It looks like it's uh, yeah. just PS4. Uh, okay. Switch, PS4, oh. PC. But I, I'm not sure about the order of when those are coming out. I don't think they're all at once. Mm. Yeah. I mean, this um, looks like so. a really good like Switch game for me. I love playing yeah, sure. handheld. Yeah. Like, this looks like a really quick game to play. Mm -hmm. All right. And coming out the same day, Friday the 28th, uh, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC from uh, Namdai Bamco. <laughs> you know, you boys. Love them. Uh, you love them. One Punch Man, uh, a hero nobody knows. Um, I know you were looking into this a little bit, Goody, like, while we were, like, loading up the show. Yeah, it's like a fighting game. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a 3D fighting game, uh, based around the One Punch Man, uh, universe. Yep. Yeah, we it's had... Namkai Bang, uh, Namkai, bleh. you got me doing it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> correct. It was, it's always accidental the first time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Namco, they, uh, they do a lot of these, like, the Naruto, uh, games yeah. and... Um, I think what was the the last one they had with all the Dragon Ball? It was in it. One Dragon Ball Fighter yeah. Z. Yeah, um, Kakarot. Uh, there... So yeah, oh, they did Kakarot. They did yeah. Kakarot as well. Yeah, it's a 3D like arena style fighter, but with the wackiness of One Punch Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This show's incredibly weird. Like I watched it for a little bit, and then I was like, I mean, how long could I watch a show about a guy who can defeat everyone? You know how long? One punch. Yeah, your whole and, life. You know, um, <laughs> just keep going. So I, I don't have a lot of information about these guys. Do you know who I the guy on the bicycle is? I do not. Damn it. 
I, yeah. I want the Lord. No, I don't know who anybody is. We're going to have to watch bald, this whole show. So his name is like Saitama. He's the bald guy. There you go. That's, uh, yeah, that's the bald guy. No, that's One Punch Man, I'm pretty sure. I don't know what I'm watching. It looks like... <laughs> that's what I mean. That's One Punch Man. It looks like... Yeah. It looks like Stupid you play... You're fighting... From what I'm understanding. You're, you're the... Whoever the dude on the bicycle is fighting weird king lizard man. Mm. Um, while Saitama is running in and you have to beat him before he comes in to presumably save the day in one punch. Right, right. Yep. Um, yeah, that's funny too because I've heard people talk about it where it's like, okay, he only, like, he will literally kill people in one punch. That's what he does. But, like, getting that one punch in is, like, a whole process. Yeah. Um, it's pretty funny. And I so do know that. That, that sounds good. Genos uh, here that, you know, in the, um, like, in the video that we're watching uh, on the mm. live stream, uh, I think he's one punch man's apprentice and he's like a hard ass he's like that's funny yeah he, he's like really really good at what he does and he tries really hard and um he's super serious about it but then like the uh, whatever the one punch man's name is i don't remember you guys have said saitama. saitama yeah saitama um he he's My he's mama. he's very carefree and doesn't give a shit <laughs> yeah he's very and like, he's like he, he doesn't try at all he's just very yeah. bored of every, of all of this yeah Got very respect much for so. that <laughs> all right and then the uh well kind of the last game we have our new ports yeah. section um but uh the last game also friday the 28th uh for pc and ps4 from koei tecmo romancing the three kingdoms mm. so yeah i think uh we're heading into a, like a three kingdoms renaissance with uh, the total war game that came out so uh, not to be outdone, we got to release our 14th fucking game of uh-huh. Romance of the Three Kingdoms. So they've been coming out for a long time. Obviously, this is like an insanely popular period of history. I mean, it's like, you know, when we talk about like uh, in Europe, everything is all about like medieval, you know, knights and sorcerers and archers. Like in sort of, you know, I guess Central Asia, when we're talking about like um, China, uh, even like Japan to an extent, these are obviously like Japanese games. Mm-hmm. Um, the like Three Kingdoms period is that kind of fantastical historical setting, mm-hmm. and it's just got so many like big like characters with a lot of interesting story and everything. Um, you know, it's it's got like the people that everybody knows their names, like King Arthur, basically. In uh, you got Lu Bu, you got Cao Cao. Uh, Lube, like all of these really big named people um, that are like, you know, mythically important, basically. Um, so, you know, Koei's been making these games for a thousand years. This is kind of like a side project to the like Dynasty Warriors, which is in the same period, mm-hmm. where Dynasty Warriors was you know, a hack and slash sort of game where, you know, you're playing these like legendary heroes as they walk around and kill 97,000 like peasants or whatever. Right. Um, you know, these games, the Romance of the Three Kingdoms games are more strategic. Um, kind of almost, at some points, they were almost like a Fire Emblem style, like tactical thing. It was going to add um, like tactics. It's it's become more, I mean, it's still got the tactics vibe, but it's a little different now. So, um, I'm trying to just get a little peek at their website here real quick. But uh, it's definitely like more fully realized environments. I believe that it is... Um, like full speed, like live action. Um, so it's just less. But it has like it has a political side where you kind of manage your kingdom. Uh, so yeah, it's got like hex based grids mm. that you're moving characters around on. So it's just um, less tactics and more Age of Empires RTS. 
Yeah, it's like a mix of like uh, a real time RTS and like a 4x turn based. Um, it's got like a mix of stuff going on. Interesting. It's kind of. I mean, when you see some of these battle maps, like I feel like it's been too long to try to get into the 14th game now. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm I, a I little behind. My window, like 20 years ago or whatever. But um, it's definitely interesting. Add that to uh, I know there's. I my cousin's like a longtime fan of these series and everything, mm-hmm. so hmm. I can see people getting really into it. Cool, cool. Romance of the Three Kingdoms story mode. Perfect. Good times. Um, so we do have a few others, uh, you know, few others, mostly ports, of course, uh, section that we've started, uh, we've started <laughs> up. Um, so keep it quick and sleazy. Yep. Samurai Showdown is hitting the Switch on February 25th. Same day, Two Point yeah. Hospital hitting Switch, PS4, and Xbox, uh, Xbox One. And then on February 25th, uh, Metro Redux on Switch. Yeah. So continuing the uh, process of put every goddamn game on earth on switch mm-hmm. you know it's funny because that was you know we were in the head of the crowd of people being like hey just put it on switch yeah and now there's so much shit on the switch that it's like hard to find a good game <laughs> it kind of has the same problem as like steam where it's like there's just a billion things available yeah i'm not sure if it's like hard to find a free game but it is kind of or a good game but it is kind of well it's it's hard for individual things to stand out, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If um, you're a developer, it's right. So that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> moving along, we yeah, moving along, we didn't have anything on freebie or freebies, but I did just check the Epic Game Store. Of course, they have. Free yeah, games there's always there. something on there. Um, yeah. Biggest thing that they have over there, uh, free right now, is Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go and grab that. Uh, Pretty good. One of the best Assassin's Creed games, I would say. I really like Syndicate. Probably the best, honestly. Um, so, like I, I loved the characters from Syndicate. Was it Jacob and uh, uh, Ellie? E- Evie. I think it's Evie. 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 Yeah. Um, so that's pretty. Uh, you know, that that's pretty cool that you can grab that one. Um, yeah, somebody's um, iPhone hated that. Yeah, yeah mine <laughs> did. Mine was like Evie. What? <laughs> like, me? Is that me? Um, did you rename your iPhone Evie? I think I might have. I don't remember. <laughs> That's dope. Uh, yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, True gamer hours over here. So, um, you can go grab those ones. It looks looks like we have a few more coming uh, coming up. Looks like we have Inner Space. Yeah, Inner Space. And that'll be uh, uh, picking yeah. up right where Assassin's Creed left off. Man, there's nice. a few other free games over there that I just didn't even... Dude, uh, their Epic is always just barfing out free games. I mean... Yeah, they have like Battle Breakers, uh, a game called The Cycle, of course, Dauntless, nice. Fortnite, uh, Magic the Gathering Arena, and Auto Chess. That's yeah, they, they have a pretty good selection over there. Sure, keep it rolling. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we uh, uh, have continued to. I think we might have mentioned last week. I can't really remember, but um, the uh, so I'm going to PAX East to check it out um, this coming uh, week into weekend i guess mm-hmm. um and uh several big kind of headliner companies have pulled out of packs and also some additional um you know other shows that are going on like gdc mm-hmm. uh, i believe gdc is the end of next weekend or something um that sounds right. maybe beginning of next week uh so playstation sony has called off pax east um, a few other companies are doing the same due to coronavirus concerns. These are mostly Japanese companies that would have to travel. Yeah. They're just trying to 
get their employees to not have to do international travel right now. Just you know, just, just to avoid, scale, yeah, just to avoid the um, mass crowds. So yeah, uh, Square Penix huh. is said they're not having their developers making the journey to PAX. Uh, which they were going to have a Final Fantasy fourteen event, I guess. Uh, some of Capcom's developers have pulled out as well. Um, so the Capcom guys from uh, Capcom from Japan. So I guess some Capcom USA and some Capcom Europe people might still be there. Uh, but there was going to be a Monster Hunter event that's being canceled. Um, uh, so it's basically, yeah, they say in the article here, it's just the staff from Japan is not making the journey. Yeah. Uh, in addition, uh, PlayStation and Facebook Oculus have canceled their GDC plans. The planned Oculus reveals are being moved to entirely digital. Outside of those conventions, Upload VR has reported that the production of the Valve Index is impacted. And we've heard some other stuff, like uh, I think the Animal Crossing custom Switch and some other yeah, the p- special yeah. custom cre- uh, uh, manufacturing items like that have been kind of slowed down. And it's something that the PS5 or next-gen PlayStation... Um, mm-hmm. is also being impact, um, yeah. But you know, just because these guys are canceling, a lot of them are just kind of moving where they're doing stuff. Um, that right, leads, they're just going to try to do it online. Yeah, that leads me to believe, like, where are we going to get the PlayStation content that they were wanting to share? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, most notably where uh, you know the um, Last of Us Two, and I wonder if yeah. they're going to. Um, to avoid crowds, I wonder if they're going to launch that on the PlayStation Store. That's a good question. Um, so that's you know that's something that's out there. Um, Square Enix is not going to uh, you know they canceled a lot of their stuff, um, but they will still have a booth on the show floor. Um, they're still ta- they still have uh, things going on like they hope uh, Pax East attendees will take part in like the Ruby Weapon Battle Challenge new player experience and tons of photo opportunities so it's yeah. not just going to be completely bare um but uh yeah uh, it's it's interesting especially because we're coming up on uh of course gdc uh they've already called out and sony is not going to be at e3 um but i wonder how stuff like this is going to impact e3 coming off of a pretty poor last year yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, it's uh, it could kind of be that the... I mean, we could just be getting to a point kind of like how physical stores are dying out because online is just so convenient. It's available to everybody at any time at, at their demand. Yeah. I wonder if we're kind of going to move into a period where even like a lot of shows and stuff... I mean, Nintendo did it a long time ago when they just moved to the directs. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, we don't do big shows mostly. I mean, they show up for different things, but it's mostly... Directs. Um, you know, we have the Nintendo Direct for this game. We have the Nintendo Direct for what our general company plans are for the next few months. I feel like they're... They do those, like, quarterly, so... Yeah, I feel like their thing is... they. It's not that they didn't want to be there. It's not that they didn't want to share at that event. I think it's more... Mm-hmm. They wanted to get the announcements out of the way on their own time, not waiting for this big show, so they can play and show off their games on the show floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because, I mean, even at E3 last year, uh, you know, we were talking with Drake, who was there. He's like, Luigi's Mansion had a, a big-ass setup. They had, like, a whole mansion with, you know, like, people, like... Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, it like, madness. Um, so I feel like that's a yeah, little for more sure. so, in, in, like, what they yeah. want. It's just like, um, it's, it's kind of a... A lot of the companies, I think, are just taking stock of, like... 
um, the expense of these shows. What is the return on investment? Um, what do we get out of it? And like I, Sony's main thing with E3 was like, we can't really control how some of these events play out. So we're going to do our own thing. Uh, EA did the same thing. It's like, hey, we still want to utilize the, um, the eyes, you know, the the people, the eyes, the, the availability of E3, mm-hmm. the event that it causes. But we don't want to be at E3 itself. So I think we could, we'll probably see more of those little custom events that are more frequent at more, you know, smaller locations rather than one big event all at once, right? I, I, I do want to go out on a note and say, like, I do not want Devolver Digital to change anything. Correct. <laughs> you say exactly. It's perfect already. pretty little face needs to stay right where it's at. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see how that's in, uh, like impact. I wonder the financial loss that signing on for something like this and then saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, we have and to having to pull out. out." I wonder. I wonder how that because PlayStation you got to lose your deposit, right? PlayStation's now doing two um, yeah. that 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 they've canceled. Um, you know, Square Enix. You know, we don't know. We know one as of now, but they're not going to like. Why would they go? Not go to PAX East, but still go to, like, GDC, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but, you know, you'll be on the show floor. You'll be able to do, um, yep. like, some cool stuff. I'll do some investigative some reporting. Insight. Yeah. <laughs> you should get, oh, that would be really funny. Like, a bubble pipe and, uh, like, uh, like, like a big um, magnifying glass and, like. Uh, uh-huh. Um, you should wear one of those hats that have the press ticket in it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Or a shirt. Yeah, like a shirt. PlayStation Holmes. could not be reached for comment. <laughs> Each walk I'll get Grim to do the voiceover <laughs> for me. Flip notepad. <laughs> oh, nice. Sure. All right. I'll do it. Um, so moving, uh, moving from that. Uh, yeah. Interesting enough. Um, Oops. We do have. Uh, it just. I, I didn't expect this. Um, you know, Borderlands has always been successful. Borderlands Three, I really enjoyed. Borderlands 3 did really well, despite kind of weird, um, not really, like, bad reviews, but just kind of a lot of, like, hey, it's more of the same, mm-hmm. which is exactly what people wanted. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, yeah. I, I really so. liked it. I really liked, um, I actually liked the characters from this, mm-hmm. unlike the pre-sequel. Um, yeah. But uh, Eli Roth is uh, directing oh, a Borderlands movie. Um, yeah. We don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, he's a big boy. Uh, he likes gore. He, he likes, likes blood. Gore, yeah, yeah. Uh, he likes to get weird with it. He's probably going to be in the movie as a big guy because he was a uh, he was a big boy in um, uh, what's the Nazi hunting movie? Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, uh, Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Yep, Inglorious Bastards. Uh, the Bear Jew. One might say. He yeah he's he's going to be um, he's going to be Krieg. I don't know. That'd be down. <laughs> that he's going to be, be uh, I, Mad Moxie. Yeah, he's going to be Moxie, and they're going to slap some big balloon titties, big on. old balloon titties <laughs> on him, and call Perfect. it. Perfect. Um, Love it. But yeah, even Randy Pitchford, very excited to welcome, um, you know, all of this uh, forward. He's they're, they're really branching in some weird directions. We know that you know yeah. some of our friends are um, working on unannounced mm-hmm. things with them yeah uh as of right now and as well you know like branching and you know going into that which is outside of the game space movie which is outside of the game space um right yeah there's going to be uh it looks like right here please welcome uh eli roth to the team and be sure to catch 
Uh, the Gearbox main theater show at PAX East on the 27th to learn more about the Borderlands movie. Um, the 27th, is that one? Is that the day that... Let me see. Yeah, that's Thursday. So that's going to be the main day that you're going to be there, right? Nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could probably pop into that and see what's going on or at least get yeah, word cool. on that. Um, word on the street. Yeah. Cool. Hmm. Um, I, I'm actually excited for a Borderlands movie. Um, Border be really cool. Yeah, Borderlands is a fun series. Um, I mean, the biggest thing for the game is obviously the guns, but the world mm-hmm. is very interesting. Yeah. Well, you could still do really cool stuff with the guns of just having like the characters find like really weird, like they're like you know they shoot down a couple guys and then they grab one of the guns and go to t- take a shot and like something just bizarre. A happens. rocket like, flies shoots out. out yeah. Like. Yeah, shoots out a rocket or like a piece of pizza or something. The personalities in in these games are huge. You know, yeah. you have like um, like depending on where they start, I imagine they're just going to start at the beginning, right? Yeah. So, probably. or they might be know, doing an original story. They could do know. an original story yeah. with uh, with right. other vault hunters. I mean, right. the humor I think is what has to come across very well. Yep. I, I mean, I, the thing that they always try to keep in there are um, like a lot of these side characters. You see them branch. Like, you see mm, Hammerlock yeah. in several stories. Scooter, he yep. was in several stories. Um, even to um, the uh, episodic from Telltale. He mm-hmm. was in those. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, especially, like, Moxie as well. So, I, I imagine we'll see at least a few familiar faces. But it would be kind of cool to see, you know, like, Fire Original Rock stuff, and, yeah. It would be cool to see original stuff, but as well, I would it would be awesome to see you know like Lilith just and, kind of sneak them I mean, in there. You know, right. it might be interesting to start with the pre sequel. Mm-hmm. It could, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, it, it it's it's good that it has a lot of territory to roam around in because, like, I, I think that one of the issues with the Uncharted movie that just refuses to be created, yeah, is that it's uh it's kind of locked in. Like, you sort of have a story that you have to tell. Mm-hmm. And a lot of problems with video game movies is that a story that works in a game does not necessarily work in a movie, you know? So um, they've had a lot of trouble in the past kind of getting those things to correlate. And I think that the Borderlands movie has a lot of opportunity to not be constrained and pinned down and has a lot of chance to do something different and kind of escape from the kind of monotony that a lot of the movies fall into. Yeah. So it could be really good. For sure. Um, and, and Claptrap, you know, Claptrap. Faptrap, yeah. I, I feel like this is going to be Claptrap telling a story. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Just telling you from his um, eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, continuing with uh, a little bit of bad news, and it'll all be good out from, uh, from here on out. Um, the third canceled EA Star Wars title has been confirmed to be a project called Viking. Mm-hmm. Um, so this sort of leads into a whole rigmarole, basically, of, like... Uh, this is obviously a, like, Jason Schreier piece from Kotaku, so it's, like, 17 billion words for no reason. But, um... You know, probably the best in the field at doing what he does. He, but, he really uh, is, yeah. So there was... Obviously, it, this is kind of funny that I started there. I was saying, hey, this reminds me of, you know, 1313. And it's like, yeah, that's not even on this list. Yeah. Like... <laughs> So, 1313 was coming from EA, right? But it was before the exclusive Disney deal went through. It was, like, that was probably during the 20... sale of Lucas to Disney. That was probably, like, 20... 
13, something like that. I, I, would, I wouldn't say hard 15. to keep track of the shit. I wouldn't Did say they... 15 because we were done in 14 working yeah. retail. Oh yeah, you're right. Before that, you're right. Was it so, yeah, it was probably 12 or 13. because of the sale or before that? It was related. Okay. Yeah, because Disney did not want to be in the games industry yeah. at all and they're, they're actually just now kind of pulling like retconning that yeah it also but, um, felt like they just wanted to like quash anything that was going on just to like get yeah. a reins and we'll get their own branding yeah. on it right yeah. for sure that's definitely true like um, so yeah, it was around that time period um so that's not even one of the three that we're talking about um we're talking about the uh ea owned uh at the you know at the time visceral games mm-hmm. which was working in 2015 uh, spent two years on a Star Wars heist game called Ragtag, which was the one that they had Amy Hennig on for. Mm-hmm. Um, in October of 2017, EA shut down Visceral and canceled the game, but they took a lot of those uh, assets and you know whatever was available of it and shipped it to Canadian uh, EA Vancouver for a brand new open world Star Wars game, which was the one that we heard was going to be a very Uncharted-y. Yeah. Uh, again, kind of referencing the Amy Hennig work on it. Uh, the second game was codenamed Orca, in development throughout uh, 2017, the end of 2017, all of 18, it was canceled uh, mid-2019. Um, and then at the time, we reported that EA Vancouver was spinning up a smaller Star Wars project that would replace it, which was going to be planned to be released in 2020 in what uh, EA executives were calling a financial hole that needed to be filled. This third game was codenamed Viking, designed as a spin-off of Star Wars Battlefront with open-world elements. Um, EA would bring in another studio to help out, Criterion, which is, of course, in London, mm-hmm. um, known for the racing games Burnout, Need for Speed. Yeah. Um, so EA Vancouver worked on it. Uh, one person involved in the game said there was too many cooks. Uh, great uh, Adult Swim video. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, it's kind of a running theme that we've heard of a lot from EA. It became clear that Viking would take longer than a year and a half. Uh, surprise, surprise there. That uh, EA takes... executives had no interest in extending it, so they canceled it in the first half of 2019. So the game was only in um, production for about six, seven months. Yeah, it's like they really want to just make sure. They, like, they're like, we don't want to work on this any longer. If it's going to take you longer than a year, just it's too bad. Well, like that's yeah, the way it EA's... feels. EA has fallen into a spot now where they used to just say, oh, hey, fuck it, we'll put anything out, right? Like, yeah, right. take 10 years on it if you have to. We'll, we'll pay for it. And it, they had that backfire several times, I think Anthem being one of the most recent. Mm-hmm. So they were like, okay, we are really going to clamp our belt down. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's they went from a kind of laissez-faire, like, yeah, anybody can do this. And then now they went to nobody can do this. But the problem is that sometimes some people have to do it. You know what I mean? Right. And that's part of the management process is figuring out when do we have to allow this and when do we say no. You know what I mean? And I, I think they still don't have that down. And they're just kind of hurting their yeah best talent for no reason. And again, probably their best license. Like, how do you fail making a Star Wars thing? I mean, Disney put out three relatively bad movies and made multi-billions. Yeah. So I, I just don't understand how you can fail to meet that you know it's it's something it, that sells its own copies regardless of what it is yeah they just need to uh, you know apply a little bit more of that um a little bit more vetting yeah just i, I think yeah. just having more time you know like yep. give them the time that they need to be able to complete you know what they need to complete. yeah um cool uh so it's disappointing why don't we go ahead and move on to uh the direct that happened across this last week um yeah 
Animal Crossing had a uh, did they, yeah they they had a uh, direct of their own, not crazy long, but just kind of showing off a bit more about um, Animal Crossing, kind of what to expect. I think yeah. to uh, you know to kind of just get people in, uh, you know, that were kind of on the fence about it. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, did you end up watching this whole thing? Yeah, so I watched it at work, so I'm very happy to say that I got paid to watch this video. Um, oh, good. Also, I was, like, uh, just absolutely losing my mind because they showed off everything, I think. They pretty much answered all the questions that people had been asking. So, they popped in and said, hey, um, you know, they did their typical kind of presentation of it's, like, Tom Nook that's kind of telling you what's going on. They broke it into three chunks. Um, I'm going to open up my own load of the video so I can kind of skip around here. So, basically the premise is, which we kind of already knew, you're getting shipped off to an island, a deserted island. You kind of set up a little camp, and it's like a sort of like a vacation thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then the conceit is, once you're there, you're like, oh, like, I actually really like this. I think I'm going to set up, like, a small banana republic here and rule my people with, like, an iron uh, slavery fist. So, um... You know, you kind of set up a little town, the villagers start moving in, and some really cool stuff they showed off was that you can, for the first time, decide where people are allowed to move in, in your town. So, huh. the the previous games have had, like, a sort of randomizer that would, like, select a certain amount of open land and just drop a house construction unit there, and then a random villager would move into that house. Right. Um, now you set up plots that say, hey, this is somewhere where villagers are allowed to where move Where someone in. can move in. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then eventually you'll like find people that are visiting the island, and you can say, hey, um, I really like having you visit. What do you think? Uh, do you want to move here? I have a house And then they will move into one of those houses, <laughs> right. Uh, unfortunately, you're not like a landlord owner of this island or something. Oh, like man, I was hoping. You'd just be a you can slum, like, like a, like a slum <laughs> Absolute lord. Absolute slum lord. Like, hope you like your tent, bitch. Yeah. No air conditioning. But I want to build uh, a house. No. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, some other stuff they showed off. Um, so yeah, you can you have a lot more control over like the people that are moving into your town and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like more crafting elements, kind of related to the um, pocket camp that was kind of disappointing in my opinion. Yeah. Now, kind of floundered. The add-ons to that, so you can still do your whole like house build. You know, add a second story, add an expansion, add a basement. Sure. Um, now you're actually able to customize the landscape that you're in. So you can add additional... Uh, at a certain point, you'll start unlocking, like, permits. And you'll you'll be able to, like, add more, like, land tiles. So you can kind of shrink a river if it's shaped kind of weird. Or you could, um, you know, a- add a little bit more. Like, widen a river from, like, a little stream to, like, a nice girthy river. Yeah. Um, and you can actually create, like, waterfalls. Uh, you can create cliff sides. So you can kind of set up a good spot to build like a staircase that takes you up to a higher elevation or whatever. Um, Obviously, you can still build the bridges and everything. And there's different types of stairs and bridges and ladders and things like that. Um, It seems like they basically just completely nailed what people were wanting. Like it is the typical Animal Crossing experience that you want with this added level of customization. um, You know, uh, the ability to craft things. Uh, and it's not like a survival game, so it's not like you're, you're going to starve to death if you don't eat enough. That food would be cool. Oh, let's make that in dreams. Okay. 
Got it. But, uh, you know, it's like they're Writing it down. they're just, yeah, they're doing the typical <laughs> thing of they're taking the known formula and adding to it. Yeah. Which is exactly the right thing to do for stuff like this. Now, in the past. And it, it just looks amazing. In the past, did they have seasons quite like they're showing off in this game? So they did have seasons, but the seasons were locked to what you would expect for a typical Northern Hemisphere thing. Sure. So uh, the main advantage that they're adding is basically like, hey, if you're in, you know, Brazil, which, I, you know, there's a lot of Brazilian gamers out there. Um, they typically are making fun of my mom when I'm online. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, uh, you know, they their summer and winters are flipped. Or like, you know, Australia, um, you know, like statistically speaking, about half of the world is in the south and half is in the north, right? So I believe um, that's how it works. I believe. Yeah. I, I don't know if population distribution really adds up, but, you know. There's a lot of people that live in the Southern Hemisphere that when it's winter, uh, you know, their their winter is in the middle of the year and their summer is at the end and the beginning of the year. It's the opposite of ours, right? Just based on the tilt toward the sun or whatever. I don't know. Sure. I'm not a scientist. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I'm not a so, meteorologist. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, it'll their seasons will actually match what they're actually living in, which I think it That's actually cool. would be kind of cool to have it be winter in your game and summer in real life, so you can kind of get a mix of what's going on. But mm-hmm. um, I can see also how that would be annoying. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 branching out, trying to get better representation, uh, just in general. You know, like northern southern. Uh, there's like a you know diversity of skin tones and everything that they I think they introduced that in the past. But um, yeah, I mean it's it's looking really cool. Uh, you can have up to eight players in a local island so if you have uh like seven kids for some reason and you're like psychotic you can have them all live in your town with you uh i guess if you have like a lot of housemates or something that you could all share one town again i would never let you idiots touch anything in my beautiful pristine town but are you sure you know absolutely not i feel like we would only make it better nobody's getting best friends out of me because it's like uh so when people visit your island you can designate them as best friends and then they can alter things in your island so if you both wanted to go on like a building crafting spree or something i guess that's the point of that yeah nobody's ever getting that out of me (laughs) i'm gonna work hard on this guys we're gonna see what happens i'm gonna get shannon in on it it's gonna be i will execute you and i will certainly execute her (laughs) (laughs) and then myself if one single leaf is out of place in my town, I will kill everyone and then myself. Well, the first thing is you're going to be like, who left this shit here? And it's just going to be, that's what, what it's going to be. What the fuck is this? And, yeah. Uh, yep. There's a larger... But it's cool because there's a... So they have the whole thing of like adding your... Um, like putting your furniture outdoors, which was something that was a no-no in previous games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was kind of the point of Pocket Camp, I think, was them kind of demoing a lot of things they wanted to do in the future. So, uh, definitely, uh, I'm super excited. Um, they're showing that the museum is coming back. And the museum is like, it, it, they took it to a new level. I mean, definitely watch the direct, watch the video. But, like, you're, it really feels like going to a museum. I mean, the, the giant fish tanks are huge. The fossils, you can, like, walk in between the legs of the fossils of these dinosaurs and everything. Damn. It's amazing. Anyone ever bring um, up why uh, you're a real person and everything else is an animal? Uh, that's, that's not to be mentioned. Okay. Just checking. Uh, Mr. Nook becomes very angry if you ask. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, He's actually I, I at my door right uh, now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> a call from the FBI. What's this? Uh, so it's like, um, I, I think it'd be cool if you could play as an animal. But I guess the furries would just become too horny if that was possible. So, Yeah, a lot of things that can happen with that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm just saying, don't uh, be very careful when you're searching particular Animal Crossing characters online. Make sure that safe search is on, because you'll see some shit that you don't want to see. 
Maybe some you do. I don't know. Depends what you're Maybe some you do. I don't know. That's none of my business. We're not, we're you know? not judging. I am. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Very aggressive. Open another. I'm just gonna open another tab real quick. I'm just gonna mute my mic. No big deal. No reason. <laughs> All right. So was that, that pretty much wrap up the direct? Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a 20 minute. It's like very, obviously like Animal Crossing is very soothing. Yeah. So I would recommend watching the whole thing. Definitely. With the audio just absolutely blasting, like disturbing all the pets in the neighborhood. <laughs> it's very good. But all right, I think that pretty much wraps up everything that we had for our show today. Thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, thanks for listening, of course. Um, as always, if you guys do get the chance, uh, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. to check out all the top news and video game stuff. As well, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. so you know when we go live. And don't forget, you can check out our website. It houses pretty much everything you'll find in all of these places um, all in one stop. It's um, constantly under construction. So uh, if you see something that looks off, let us know. And uh, we'll, of course, um, we'll, of course, you know, get in there and uh, address that. Um but uh, definitely want to thank Goody for hanging out and uh, chatting with us for the first time on the show. Um, hey, man. Happy to yeah, be here. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you have anything that you want to uh, impart on the listeners before we go? Um, you know, just, you know, just judge furries out there. Oh, okay. okay. Thank you. <laughs> I endorse that message. Thank you. I second that. Oh, God. He's mad. Oh, uh, yep. See? It's a, the furries are mad. The furries are mad and they're here. Okay. Fuck. Um, but yeah, again, thanks for joining, guys. Uh, until next week, I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filtercord. And I'm Giddy. Have a good one.